False Bottom Girls guides listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson, and I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing Company in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm also an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the Beer Quality and Education Manager for Orpheus Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone, and welcome to our podcast. Just going to sit here with my beer, have a conversation. We back, everyone. We're back. Um, it's been so of. long. So, yeah. Yeah. It's We're, we're, we're back to recording. Back. Yes. back to recording. Accurate. We're back to recording. And um, woof. <laughs> it's been a couple of days for yes. Rachel and me. This is today that recording. This is the day after our master Cicerone test. And... We are exhausted. We yes. can barely move. We haven't done anything all day. <laughs> well, I, that's not entirely true. I well, watched about six straight hours of Netflix yeah. today. No, I did that too this morning. I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I couldn't do anything. I was so t- I've never been, I just feel like, uh, like it hasn't been just like past two days. It's been like the months, like, and then past couple you know, weeks and all the stress and everything just building up and you can finally just let it go. So your body's just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, um, well, first, so we decided that we were going to record this so we can just kind of capture real time, just like the exhaustion. Yeah. And yeah, just like the exhaustion in our bodies, in our minds. We're doing that. We're definitely succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you listening, um, Rachel and I are seeing in two different airs B&B and she we I think originally we're going to do like noon was the first yeah, time yeah. Rachel threw out there and I was like no let's make it one yeah. and then I was like no let's make it two and then I was yeah. like let's make it 2 30 and I <laughs> will not lie I was almost like let's just not do it at all and yeah. <laughs> I will just be this weird garden apartment person who just lays in in various parts it's... of the sectional for the entire day I was well um, all that way. Well, all that yes, way. Yeah. And it's so totally then, okay then we with were it. Like, okay. You know what? Let's just do it because this is exactly so what we, want. we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nice to get outside, come here. It is actually pretty nice outside. So and that's, that is what my electronic devices have told me. I yeah. <laughs> have not seen the actual light of day. Um, and when we're recording this right now, it is 3 PM in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, it seems like it's probably a nice day outside, <laughs> <laughs> but we are in Chicago, Illinois. And yep. yeah, so the master Cicerone exam is offered typically about once a year and it is always taking place in Chicago at the Cicerone offices. Uh, so that is where we are and we're like across the street, literally yes. still. Yes. So <laughs> we can see Cicerone from our house. Yeah. But we're over. We're not going back. We're done with them for now. And right. we're both drinking beer out of champagne flutes. Dirty ones too. Dirty beers. A, you know, we have low <laughs> expectations today. <laughs> Very low. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rachel came over and I was like, Do you want a beer? And she's like, Yeah, yeah, I do. And we grabbed the champagne flutes and poured beer into them. And I mean, it's their Airbnb champagne flutes. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there's no glass rinser here. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we both like porter beers, and we were just like, whatever. We don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Not today. 
you could get away with so much today with me. Yes, exactly. So, Rachel, let's talk a little bit about the exam itself. And I know for those of you listening to the podcast, you are more than likely very well aware of the Cicerone certification program and the four different levels. Uh, But yeah, Rachel, tell us a little bit about about that for people who are listening who may not be familiar. Well, uh, so to break it down, you know, like she mentioned, the four levels, we, this is, this is the fourth level, the hardest test. And I'm not going to break down the rest of the test, but it basically consisted of eight tasting panels, 12 orals, and 16 essays over the course of two days. And, uh, you know, I, I, if anyone's ever taken the advanced Cicerone test, it's basically two days worth of that. But, uh, you know, you don't, anything can come at you. You really got to know, you really got to know everything. Like this is not a, uh, fake it till you make a test. This is like a cyclopedic wealth of knowledge to, you know, to do well. And, it, but it's a good test. It's fair. And like you, you have uh, quite a bit of proctors that go through your orals. Yeah. So they really went through like uh, all the different areas uh, of, you know, beer itself, like draft. They do a good job of making the test fair and um, like very reasonable. Cause you, you don't, you're not sitting there first two straight days, like writing essays or, or doing, you know, a straight like written test, which would be a little hard, but you know, the first half of the day is, uh, spent doing orals and they bring in different proctors, um, from around the world or in this case, the United States, but, uh, and, uh, you know, these people that they bring in are, have, are in the beer industry, very high and certain skill levels in one area or another. So, you know, you have, um, very, fair people, people that might have even, you know, written the book on the way something certain is done. So that in itself can be a little intimidating. Um, I was trying very hard. Like, I was like, I don't want to know who these, who these proctors are. Like I, I, like if they go into the uh, room, I'm just like, please don't introduce yourself. (laughs) But of course they give you a list with the names on them. So, and then they tell you exactly who they are right before the test starts. So they totally ruined my plan. So, um, but it was, it was good. And then, you know, they break it up. You had some, we did, we did all six, like we did six orals each day and we did them all in the morning. So it was a lot of kind of like, you had like 15 minute windows where you went and met with each one. It was kind of a lot of waiting. And of course you can't look at anything or talk about beer or, you know, so it's hard to talk to people because you're like, what else do I talk about? <laughs> and yeah, then <laughs> you can read magazines from 2019, yeah. which yeah. is what we all did. Yeah. Um, one of the other people taking the exam was, had like recently learned how to count cards. Um, oh was yeah. Working on that in, <laughs> in between the breaks. Uh, but yeah, like Rachel said, the, the proctors are people whose names you know, you would recognize. And that's, that's not something that we can share no. for this specific exam, but it does vary by yes. exam. Um, and then the, yeah, with the, like the way the format of the test was for us this year is different each year. There are, you know, typically though, you will be doing oral, like everyone's doing oral exams at the same yeah. time. So for those of you who are familiar with the advanced Cicerone exam, 
one of the things they'll do for that is your oral exam comes during your written exam yeah. and you have a, you know, you, you have a scheduled time, but you have, you get up during your written exam, go and take your oral and come back with this. It's everyone hanging out. Yeah. Waiting for their next oral exam. Which was cool because like, it kind of really breaks things up. You're like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like, I don't have to go back after this oral exam and go back into like writing essay mode. Mm-hmm. And then just to keep my eye on the clock, just to go back into another oral exam. So it was right. like, that That was nice. Although it could seem like a long morning and kind of tire you out. Um, and then after that, we would do the first two tasting panels um, for different things, but a lot of off flavor tasting and um, like some like consumer description so um, they would basically like give us a beer, just like any beer. We would like have to write like a nice, beautiful consumer description. Like people who don't understand about beer would understand, you know, what this beer tastes like with from. And then after that, you're pretty exhausted. You have lunch, but then you have like three hours of essay writing to come. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've gone, you've sat around and gone through six oral exams for three hours. Yeah. And then yeah. you have. 30 minutes, two different tasting panels, and then lunch. And then it's like, motherfucker, I have to write essays for the next three hours. And it was handwritten also not. Yeah. And there was eight essays each day. And so they do a good job. They tell you, right. They're like, listen, only answer the questions. We're not looking for like you to go off on tangent like we can't give you extra points or anything like that you might lose points like only write what you know only answer what we're asking and um god you know as as simple as that sounds it also can be like difficult too because you know there's a couple questions where i'm like i just i know i'm answering this perfectly but it doesn't feel like a lot of writing <laughs> so I'm like getting yeah. in my mind like right exactly it's like it can't be this easy yes not that it's not that <laughs> not, it's easy not, like you still no. have to know the subject matter but yeah, don't like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. have to write six pages <laughs> yeah I'm and missing there, something there were a couple questions where you did have to write six pages mm-hmm. so you know it, it does have balance out but um it can be a little you just got, it, it's so easy to get in your head no matter what part of the test you're doing and you know, that can really make or break the way, like your confidence, like for me, um, and the, some of the orals, like you sit down and, you know, food and beer is not my best. I've always said that I stick by it. And here's like really interesting thing that happened. Um, the first person I sat down with for food and beer, cause I had two orals for some reason, I just, it started out. Okay. But I just like, wasn't confident or like, I just, that interaction, that vibe, was just mm-hmm. not making me feel good. And I just did not do a very good job on that one. And then I had another beer and food. And when I sat down, I was, it was so different for some reason. And I just like was rolling through that one to the point where the timer went off and she's like, no, it's okay. Keep going. I was like, no, 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 no. Ti-. Like in my mind, yeah. like, <laughs> no, the timer went off. Like, I don't know yeah. if I could keep doing what I was just I, doing. Yeah. I, I have- <laughs> I had to do this for 10 minutes and I did it for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but of course you can't be like, no. <laughs> so like, I was like, all right, well, here we go. Like, nah. Hopefully I can, uh, 
this is going to be a four course instead of a five course. So let me just go ahead and finish this up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, that was the biggest thing for um, advice wise that I had heard from several people is you have to continually move forward. And, yes. uh, you know, this was advice that we had heard from several different master Cicerones who said there are going to be some some panels, you know, like orals or tastings or essays. There will be things that you will do terribly on. Yeah. And you can't let it bother you. You know, you just have to walk out of the room and leave it behind you and move on to whatever it is that's in front of you and not worry about it, which can be kind of hard. Like Rachel was saying, when you have so much downtime between your oral exams, it's hard to not sit there and be like, stupid, stupid. Why did I say that? And you go on this roller coaster because like you, all right. So you have like the first ones coming up and you get yourself a little psyched up and then you go through it and then you're like, all right, that's over. And now you got like some moments to kind of like calm down and then it happens all over again you psych yourself yes. back up and you go back in there you and it's just like a roller coaster of emotions all morning on and like sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad because you're like oh like my first two uh, this was like horrible too so like the first day my first two oral exams i did stellar like super confident, you know, and then it's, you know, then you just, it's only downhill from there. (laughs) It's like, it's, you're not going to do that stellar on everything, you know, like typically the people that you're meeting with too, they're an expert in that certain field, like draft systems, for example, like this person is an expert on draft system, maybe not all things master Cicerone, but definitely, you know, so it can, that can happen. And then sometimes you're, you're sitting down with other master sister. And so it's, it's like a blend, but you know, it can be a little intimidating. And uh, for sure. Uh, but one thing, and I, I know that I had heard this from other people who have taken the exam is the, the proctors are all extremely nice and they yes. want you to do a good job. And yes, I, I would true. hear people say that and I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like I get it. They're not going to be jerks to you or be like, why are you even here if you think that's the correct answer? But it's still like when I went <laughs> yeah. into my first one, it was one of the ones that I was the most nervous about. And like I had to go, my first oral exam was at 9 a.m. So they were like, yeah. here's the rooms you go into. Okay, go. And I just had to walk yeah. into this room and get started. And was really like pretty much finished with that first oral before it even like settled with me that this was happening and the exam was starting. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you they the proctors really are so nice and will say, hey, like let's back it up. You mentioned this. Tell me more about that. And I think in almost I, I think in every single panel I was in, like I would make jokes. You know, we were laughing like it oh, was yeah. and I, I wasn't prepared for quite that level of them being very relaxed and, you know, letting you have kind of that levity in each one oh, of your sessions It was where the, it, for yeah. me, it felt fine in a couple of them when I got asked a question to say, you know what, I don't, I don't know, or I don't yeah. remember, or, Hey, can we come back to that? If I have time left yeah. and every single time they were like, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. And like, it made, it made me more comfortable because it wasn't like, no, we're not moving on. Yeah. We're going to sit here in silence <laughs> until you think of what it is you're trying to think of. Like they were yeah. just like, sure. Yeah. Like if we have time, we'll come back. And I think in almost every case I did have time and they would say, 
hey, so earlier you asked if we could come back to this and yeah. we've got some time, so let's revisit it. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't expect them to be rude, but no. I wasn't expecting quite the level of like camaraderie with yeah. them. Well, we also like you and I and anyone who's been on this journey, we've, we've sat down with, you know, the, you know, there's some of the, the people that run the program, like Chris and Neil, like we know these people from doing this test mm-hmm. a lot. So that's helpful. Right. Like the people that work there. And then like, it was the most laid back Cicerone test I have ever taken. First, there's only yes. five, there's only five of us this time, which right. apparently is like probably the, sh- like the sh- one of the lowest, lowest, lowest groups they've ever, ever had. Um, and of course, because of COVID and stuff like that. But uh, so <laughs> we like get there and, you know, the, they had sent us the instructions before we had arrived, like how the day was going to go. And he's like, OK, so, you know, I sent you all the instructions, like any questions like you guys pretty much know the deal. So like, here we go. <laughs> like, Yes. And, like, it was so just nice. It was nice to be like relaxed and chill. And he's like, you guys know what to do. We've all done this before. If you have, you have any questions, you know, we were, he was always gave us the chance to make sure we were clear on stuff and it was just kind of nice. And right. But it, it was definitely true in terms of, you know, walking out of whatever it was you just did. And yeah. that's it. Like, as far as I was concerned in a lot of those things, as soon as I walked out, I never even did it. You know what I mean? Or like, it wasn't yeah. an option for me to revisit it. So even today, I've a couple of times I'll, I'll go look something up that I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember this panel that I did or said this and I'll go look it up. Uh, and that's something. So when I took the, particularly when I took the North Carolina bar exam, so that is similar to master and that it's two days long and it's kind of the same thing. It's like eight hour days, both days. Yeah. And one of the things our bar coach told us was do not go home that first day and look up your answers to anything. No, because if you got it wrong, you like, you still have an entire full day of testing. And if you start looking up the answers that you gave and realizing that you got stuff wrong, that is going to completely throw you throw you off your game. And it's really difficult to not do that. And I know Rachel and I both, you know, like we talked about, Oh, what do you put for this? Or like, I had yeah. a hard time with this. And I, there were a couple of things, like a couple of stats that we both looked up. Um, luckily, I think for both of us, when we looked them up, we were like, yeah, we got them. <laughs> like we do yeah. know the SRM of we heavy, go us. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you, there you were some stuff. Likewise, for like, sure. Okay. I can't, I can't start looking up answers no. because if I thought that I got something correct and I didn't, uh, that's going to weigh on me. And also, since we're doing orals on both days, like if I got something completely wrong in the oral on the first day, I was still going to have to see that proctor the next day. And so like, I didn't want to go in and be like, well, now, you know, I'm a big fat phony. (laughs) I don't actually know anything. (laughs) Yeah, that was basically me for one of them. And I was like, I just got the raw questions for this one. And, you know, I just didn't. (laughs) It just happened well, to be the same that, person. Yeah, that's the same thing it's okay. that with this the same idea as like what you said, beer and food is not your strong suit. It's not my strong suit either. Yeah. And like realizing that, like, yeah, I'm not great at that, but I am really good at this other section. You know, I'm really exactly. good with beer flavors and beer styles. And so that wasn't anything that I was worried. I mean, I was nervous, but I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. 
with beer well, and it is, food, it with is keeping difficult. and serving, yeah. I with beer and food and keeping and serving, I was very, very nervous and had to talk myself through it. Like you are not going to be asked about anything that you are hearing about for the first time. Yes. You're going to know at least something about anything they ask you and you can get started and get rolling. And, you know, they do want you to be a generalist. So you don't have to be the absolute expert on every single thing that's contained within the syllabus and every single thing in the industry, you know, you need to have expertise, but that's not perfection. So it's, it's fine if, you know, I'm really good at beer styles and Rachel's really good with draft systems. Oh my I, God. I have like, more, I have more experience with your styles. Yeah, yeah. You have m- way more experience with drafts. Oh, Sorry. I just wish we could take this test together. Cause we would have killed. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So spoiler for everyone listening. Um, they did not let the halfsters take no, they the master. Didn't. So that's together. cool. You know, we'll show them. We'll just get one each. Right. <laughs> I let's talk about the tasting part a little bit. Cause I know people are curious, like, so I said they have eight tasty panels for each day, mm-hmm. two in the afternoon, two like right before you leave and a lot of off flavor. So we had two panels that were de- uh, dedicated to off flavor. Right. So for master, there are 29 off flavors that they could potentially test you on yeah. the off flavor panels. If you're interested in looking. So like one of the reasons uh, Rachel and I talked about this before we got started, like what can we talk about? What can't we talk about? you know, if you're interested in learning what's on the tasting panel, just in terms of what gets tested, that's on the syllabus. So we can yeah. talk, like, we won't talk specifically about the flavors no. that we got on our exam, but we like, we can freely talk about the tasting portion because it's outlined very comprehensively. Yeah. And it is, it, it's very clear. Like it's, it's, so they give you one control beer and they gave us like, I guess like six or eight, I think it was like eight, eight. each time. Yeah. And then eight flavors and they're all spiked and they tell you that, which is nice. And they're all spiked with one of the flavors that are on this list. And you, so you memorize the list and then what you do is you immediately write that list down when the timer starts. And that way you have it to refer to when you're looking through, you don't miss something. So you know what the flavors are, the off flavors. So you write them down as soon as that timer starts. So I just said like, oh, keep talking about this. And I'm going to interrupt you because I will say that that is the strategy that Rachel and I used. I don't know if everyone does it, uh, yeah. but I can't, I will quickly share that the reason why I made sure to memorize the list. And also like I had timed myself to see how long it actually took me because you only have 15 minutes. Yeah. But when I, one of the times I took the advanced exam, they said, okay, you know, you're off flavors are one of the 16 lists or one of the 12 listed on the syllabus. And I specifically remember it was 12 because I wrote down 11 and said, well, that's all 12. And even like numbered it, like numbered it one through 11 was like, yep, one through 11, that makes 12. And like the one off flavor I missed was of course the one that I did not write down. Of course. And so this time I was like, look, I know that we know what the off flavors are. So I'm going to just practice writing down this list. So I also know it takes me two minutes to write this list. Yeah. So I will factor that into my time. Um, so yeah, anyway, that was kind of a long interruption, but Rachel and I, oh, that was fine. a strategy that we use. And it, it was also helpful for me as I was writing it like very quickly, you know, being like, okay, Band-Aid, clove, green yeah. paint, you know, like, or green apple, 
going through and kind of as I was writing, it would be like, this is what this tastes like. So then when I actually shifted my focus to completing the panel, I had all of those, I had kind of given myself a very quick refresher on what I would expect to taste for each one of those flavors. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was pretty happy with like the first one. I only missed one. And that, nice. that made me very excited. And then the second, the second day where we had that same panel, I think I missed either two or three. I can't remember. Cool. Uh, I missed, but... I missed two on the first day and then I got a one hundo on the second day. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And so one of the things that Rachel and I commiserated over and it's different for everyone, it's different for the two of us, but there are flavors that you might be completely blind to or that you may not be able to detach because for a lot of people, like chances are you, you do have the ability to detect whatever the flavor is. You just need more practice with it and like learning how you detect it. But there were, for me, there were three that I knew I like, I would consistently miss. So part of my strategy was, well, if I have a beer where I can't smell anything, but I know it, or like, I can't perceive anything, but I know that it's been spiked with one off flavor. I have like a 33.333% chance of being correct. If I just guess, because I know that it's, I know that it's going to be one of these three. Yeah. That's what and I that's what I day. that's what I did on the <laughs> second panel, and it was um, one of the ones that I can't perceive. And I was like, I think it's one of I like I narrowed it down to this is one of the two that I can't perceive, and was like, I'm just gonna say this one, and it was right. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's like like a cedalehyde. You know, that's like very hard for me to pick up, but I'm not blind to it because right. <laughs> because as Jen knows, <laughs> I was like. So I had some extra, if you ever buy like the spikes for a Roxa, Roxa is a, a flavor standard company or a flavor standard company, but uh, they do, they'll sell all flavors for beer and they're pretty expensive. So we'll, we'll get the, like a pack of like acetaldehyde, like a 10 pack, like for the brewery, but you have to do like the capsules enough for a whole liter of beer. So me, I'm like, I'm going to bring one of these acetaldehyde uh, spikes with me. And we, Jen and I went to a brewery where we got here before the test. And I had about four ounces left of beer in my, <laughs> in my glass. And I was like, it's time to spike it. And I'll tell you what, I 100% got that <laughs> spike made for a liter. But yep. so oh, yeah, I have that to was keep rough. practicing. I, I feel bad for that bartender also. I hope that he just dumped it and wasn't like, why did you only drink half of her beer? And be like, oh my God, there's something very, very wrong with this beer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You probably should have told him. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Don't worry. But yeah, it's that was again one of those things. And I think that's the nice thing too about having one thing after the other after the other is because it was like, okay, tasting panels are done. Now you've got to write essays for three hours. Yeah. And it was like, okay, those are done. Like rear view mirror. I can only be looking forward right now. I can't be thinking yeah. about what I got right or wrong on the tasting panels. Yeah. You're like starting a new test. Here you go. Exactly. Try again. But exactly. It's three hours is a long time, but it goes by fast because you really do need all that time to answer all those questions. Yeah. I mean, three hours is roughly 20 minutes per question. Yeah, exactly. Um, which isn't, you know, isn't always a lot of time. No, you have to know the answer. Right. <laughs> like you don't have that much time to sit there and think and try to recall like 
you know, all these commercial examples or whatever you did is. Right. And I, I know what I've done and I did this on the advanced also, because I, I think I've said it on here, like the stats, I finally realized that I need to just sit down and memorize all of them. Commercial examples. I know some of them. I don't know five different commercial examples from three different countries for 107 different beer styles. I know. Anytime I sat down to start like really doing it, I was like, this is not a good use of my time. And in the industry, I'm, I'm not going to have to do this specific thing. So going into it, you know, I was like, okay, I, I understand that I am giving up points in favor of doing other kinds of studying. And so one of the things I would do on the advanced and also that I did on master is when I, you know, at the beginning, I would go through and read all the questions, decide which ones I'm going to answer first, because that's the other thing Like you don't have to answer questions in the order they give them to you. You can start wherever you want. And so I would be like, okay, I know I can knock these out really quick. This one's going to take a while. And, you know, I would sit down and let's say we had to write six different examples of a black IPA, you know, something like that, that I would be like, okay, I can think of three right off the top of my head. And then I would like write those down and then go and work on another essay and be like, oh, here's another one. And, you know, and go write that down. And then when I got to that essay, was like, okay, I'm just going to start writing. And if I get to the bottom of this and I haven't thought of the rest of them, then I haven't thought of the rest of them. And I'm, I'm like, and there's no amount of me sitting there yeah. stressing about it. That's going to make me remember anything when I n- never learned it in the first place. I would do that sometimes. Like some of the food ones for me, I was just like, I'd start and I get like a little bit into it. And I just like, I, I don't know anymore right now. Like I'm going to come back mm-hmm. to this. I'm going to go work on something else and come back to this and get a little bit more done and come back to like, right so exactly yeah that's what I did too where especially on the food ones I was like I'm just gonna leave a lot of lines in between like each one of the yeah. subparts <laughs> I did that so too. I can come back to it and write more if I need to Rachel and I both got in on the Sunday so we took the exam on a Wednesday and Thursday and we both got in on Sunday and I remember when I was taking the bar exam in North Carolina, my friend drove, you know, it was kind of the same thing. Like it was going to be like, maybe like a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So most people were driving out on Monday and my friend drove out on Sunday and she called me and was like, I hate this. I don't want to, like, I didn't want to do the drive. And so we were driving from Charlotte to Raleigh, which is about a three hour drive. And she's like, you will see what I mean when you start driving uh, to Raleigh. And especially if anybody has been on that drive, it's also real fucking boring. (laughs) And I remember being in my car and being like, oh my God, I just have three hours to think about how much I don't want to do this. Like this super (laughs) stressful thing that I've been studying for for so long is happening tomorrow. And once, like once I'm at the end of this drive, that means it is happening. And so Rachel and I both came out a few, like, I I think we came out a little bit earlier than most people did, Yeah, Uh, but it was, I mean, it was really beneficial because we had time, you know, for both of us, like we would both study on our own in the morning, not study, we would review on our own in the morning. And then, you know, like we'll go get beer to spike some off flavors. I'd grab some beers for Rachel to do style discrimination. And just do like one or two things like that and be like, okay, where do you want to go for dinner? Yeah. 
not stress out about it too much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Until, of course, it came time to go to sleep. And my brain was like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> what if you forget everything yeah. <laughs> like, all night long, um, both nights? Oh, yeah. We, we went got, to Revolution and, and we stalked the guy at the beer at the bar. Yes. And uh, we had the bartender pour me some style discrimination. Yes. And then Jay was like, I feel like that guy at the bar is, I feel like I recognize him and I feel like he could be one of our proctors. So <laughs> I was like, okay, let's find out. So if like I asked the bartender, like, what's that guy's tab name? And he told me, which I don't think he should have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember coming back from the bathroom because I was going like, it, it, it was one of those things. And I know everyone's been there. So Re Rachel and I went to Revolution Brewing to their brew pub. Uh, because Revolution makes fantastic beer and also oh, all of their beer is true to style. So we went there and we're sitting at the bar and I do the thing where like this couple comes in and I look over and like make eye contact with the guy. Yeah. And then, you know, that like, I, and I know, I know everyone has done this or has had it happen to them where like you make that eye contact with the person and then you continue to make eye contact. Because you're trying to see how you recognize them. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I would look over and be like, shit, he's looking at me. And then I'd be like, <laughs> is he looking at, oh God, he's looking at me now. And so, yeah, I got up to go to the restroom and I was like, Rachel, see if you can figure out who this guy is at the end of the bar, because he is very familiar and like, maybe he's one of our proctors. And yeah, I came back and she was like, the bartender just told me his name, <laughs> which yeah, I, yeah, if you are a bartender and someone ever asks you who I am, do not give them my name. Yeah, that was not a good call. <laughs> but thanks. Yes, but he wasn't it, it a proctor. He was, yeah, he was a beer guy. But he was a beer guy. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's how I recognized him. Uh, but yeah, we went on the night before the exam, we walked to Dovetail Brewing, which is again that is very close to us right now and right across the street from Cicerone and one of our friends came in and sat down at the bar and you know like we we were just there we didn't we didn't have plans to meet anyone or see anyone and she came in and was like oh hey a bunch of the proctors for the exam are walking over here right oh yeah now. so try <laughs> not to be too like, don't let it make you like, nervous or intimidated. Yeah. And don't we talk were just to them. Like, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, like Rachel said, like a couple of them we know. And yeah. so when they came in, like we recognized each other um, and they, you know, everyone just said like, hello, very quickly. And like, they went and sat at a table and Rachel and I still sat at the bar. And, and like, then as, <laughs> as we were leaving, side like, okay, I like, I see like four of you, two of you, I know, I don't know the other two, but we're both like, okay, who are these other two people and what do we think they do? <laughs> but again, like it was nice to see them and was yeah. like, oh, look, you're all normal people. Like not yeah. that I would expect otherwise, but yeah, like yeah, you're normal looking nice people who said hi <laughs> to us. And, you know, like the two that we knew, we exchanged a little more niceties, but not, not much. <laughs> Just don't look at us when right. you walk by. And right. They we're just like, all right, see y'all tomorrow. Let's <laughs> turn our way out. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things I'm going to do now that I have a lot of time and brain space, like studying for master Cicerone has been my whole personality for a couple of years. And now it's like, okay, well, what do I do? What do I do now with all of this time and brain space? Uh, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to our episode where we had both just signed up. For the master <laughs> Cicerone exam and we're like 
do it. <laughs> and now like we're here, like we're exhausted. We're all gravelly voiced. Yeah. <laughs> and like not defeated, but just drained. Like, I'm just, defeated. Okay. The thing is <laughs> over now. And uh, I, I had people, so I'll, I'll be traveling soon. And I had people asking me about those travels. And I was like, I don't know. I like, yeah. I just need a day for my brain to just be real dumb. Yeah. And, like exactly. not be challenged at all. So I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I will figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'll definitely um, enjoy listening to baby Rachel and baby Jen <laughs> talking in March of 2019, oh, 20, yeah. March of 2020 about signing up for the yeah. master's because we were going to take it last year, 2020, but you know, COVID pushed that back a whole year. Right. So gosh. yes. So if you're listening to this and you feel like l- listening to the differences <laughs> in to our, our demeanors, op- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our optimistic selves. So if you're interested in listening to that episode, um, that is episode 16. What the fuck did we do? And <laughs> the description says, so Rachel and Jen did a thing, a big, expensive, scary thing. So this episode is basically a therapy session. Yeah. And I think that this episode is a good bookend as another kind of therapy session because, you know, we'll, Rachel and I will definitely talk about it a lot more in the coming hours and like days and everything. But, you know, we really, we left the exam and went straight to an event and oh came God. home and went to bed. So we actually haven't had a ton of time to just kind of digest the the whole experience together. So yeah, that's, I think this will be a good, a good therapy session bookend yeah. in terms of our journey with the master Cicerone. It's so not over yet. Still have to pass the, we do still have to pass taking the exam and then getting the results of the exam are two completely different accomplishments. You're, you're right. You're right. I was, I was, was and am incredibly grateful and happy to have had my hamster with me throughout Aww. this journey. And, you know, to sit in that, in that room, knowing that my hamster was right there next to me and we were both experiencing the same thing Yeah, because, you know, any of you who are, who have studied for an exam or gone after any kind of a certification. Um, but I think, you know, specifically with like certified Cicerone, a lot of times people don't quite understand when you're telling them like you're studying for a beer exam. Yeah. And it can be kind of lonely sometimes. And luckily we all have social media and, you know, can reach out and find other people who understand, but like, it is tough to be like, well, I can't, I, I can't go to this thing because I have to study. And it's like, yeah, but it's for a beer exam. It's like, yeah, but it's super important. Um, yeah. So I, it, <laughs> it can be an isolating experience to do that. And I can't imagine what that would have been like to do it completely on my own. Nobody yeah. passes these exams on their own. No. And luckily we have such an incredible community of people who, you know, we're all willing to help out, to give pointers, to, you know, introduce people to share resources. So that's really great. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, I was like, man, I'm so glad that I have my hamster here who is going through everything I'm going through right now. And, you know, in like in a way that like 
nobody else is really going to understand except the people in the room. Yeah. It is nice to be there with someone that, especially that you could just be like, yeah, well, we all, like all five of us said, they're all kind of cheered each other on and you get to, you know, oh, like how to go, how you feel, stuff like that. So that's all nice too. But to do it with your friend is a whole different ballgame, especially yes. when you are studied and you can't have someone to text like right there. It'd be like, yes. what, what is this? You know, or right. And we would, yeah, we would both do that a lot to be like, I'm studying this right now. And I thought I understood this, but then I just read this one thing, like yeah. where, what, where, where did I go wrong or something like that? And a lot of like with me, a lot of times too, it was just being like super tired or like at the end of my day studying. And I just kind of overthought something and yeah. was like, I know that this isn't the case. And so I'm um, just so everyone knows Rachel is a very kind friend when you text that. with super <laughs> stupid questions. And I'm like, there were times that I'd be like, wait, it's been, you know, five years since I thought about this very basic stepping stone. And, you know, now I'm, I've learned about more complex topics. So you're asking me, I'm like, are there four ingredients in beer? <laughs> not that, not that bad, but there were things that I was like, I, this is not something that I'm super proud to have to ask somebody, but I know that I can ask Rachel and it will just be like, yeah, you know, you wanted, like you, you've got that. Yes. No, it's okay. <laughs> Bid there. Bid yes. There. So thank you everyone for listening. I know that personally I have missed not recording podcasts and not interacting with all of you as consistently as we normally do. Uh, so I'm, I'm really happy to be back and we've had, you know, in this month and a half now, I guess that we haven't been recording, we've been amassing lists of topics of things that we think would make good That's episodes. True. But of course, if there's something you would like to learn more about, um, something that you find confusing or interesting, let us know. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at False Bottom Girls. You can email us at falsebottomgirls at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, falsebottomgirls.com. The very last thing um, before we wrap up here is thank you also. Thank you all of you always for your support. But it was also super nice leading up to the exam to have, you know, our, our listeners and, uh, you know, and everyone yeah. just reaching out because they remembered we were taking this exam and, and like reaching slew, out to say good luck messages all day long. Yes. It's been congratulations. Really, really nice. And then, you know, we posted last night, like, Hey, we're finished. And it really has been very heartwarming to see how, like how many people are just as invested in us having accomplished this as we were maybe not yeah. just as, but yeah. So yes, thank you for celebrating our accomplishments. Cause that does mean a lot to us. All right, let's go hit the fucking bar, yeah. Rachel. Yeah, that's right. We're not going to think about anything. <laughs> this has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. <laughs>